Hi, Lisa. Hi, Brian. How y'all doing? Hey, good. Good to see you. How many? How many years? Three. Three at this point. It's been three years since we've seen each other. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Well, since 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 we've since we chatted on the show, I think I've seen you. Uh, I've, I don't think I've seen Lisa in maybe three years. Uh, I think it's. it's yeah, it's been it's been a while as um as Aaron Lewis of Stained uh, so eloquently uh, put it. <laughs> so eloquent. So eloquent. Before, before he went off the, uh, before he went off the deep end, I think, I think that dude might, I don't want to taint it too much. I think he might, I know he was a pro Trumper. I don't know, but I think he's a, I think he was, he's an anti-vaxxer too. Uh, <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> I'm not surprised by any of that anymore. <laughs> no, most of most of your uh, I, I I hate to ruin it for 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 anybody listening, but most of your favorite '90s uh, bands have let you down. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that hits so close. That, that's a tweet it's right there. True. It's true. It's true. I've seen some questionable stances from people recently where I'm like, I think you're better than this but you know people make their own decisions they're doing their own research you know <laughs> who do i know who's who, and who is peer reviewing this research yeah exactly <laughs> oh oh yeah okay <laughs> good yeah. good good to know good to know Tr very trusted uh, yeah. very trusted facebook post yeah <laughs> My friend's uh, mom told me on Facebook, and I go, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I see somebody, my least, my my favorite thing is, is when I see somebody, like, quote verbatim, some, some you know, right-wing anti-vax meme thing, like, they, and they have this grin, like, they thought of it themselves, like, yeah. it hasn't been... <laughs> Like it wasn't a talking point. Yeah, like it wasn't like 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 nobody has seen has 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 heard people say this. You know, like uh, when somebody says uh, the word like pandemic, and like right. and I'm like, you didn't you didn't think of that. It's it's they made a fucking movie. You've been they pushed that so you would repeat it. You're a fucking parrot. <laughs> yeah, totally and they're grinning like they invented the idea as they hurl that terminology at your head like you've never heard it before right like this is the shit eating grin is like perfect they're like yeah it's a planet wake up sheeple and you're like, <laughs> i'm a fucking lion rawr yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a no just a look up any of your favorite 90s bands type type in their name and put alex jones next to it more than likely oh. that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna happen and at a certain point that really actually struck me at a certain point i think bands are just like if they're getting any requests for interviews at all they're like yeah why not right and they're like who's alex jones sure let's do it you know like at some point people are just taking whatever is thrown at them and then they come out with some weird views and we're surprised by it. It's like, well, it's because no one asked them before. I guess that's true. You know, <laughs> giving them a platform. <laughs> the, they give them, well, because they finally like they've, 
you know, you they they were never asked it, or it wasn't as as popular as pop. Uh, like people, we used to disregard some of some of the people who were who were talking like this in the past, like there because it was few and far between. Every once in a while, you'd hear you would you hear somebody say something crazy. They were like, "Yeah, whatever." But it's become so normalized and uh, weaponized that it's become a concern. Emboldened by the construct. I mean, it's so easy to squawk, you know, these days. So, and they have the full support of, you know, <laughs> a lot of people who just double down. So, yeah. Well, and it's just like with with the canceling of quote unquote, you know, free speech. People are like, well, why why are people why are you worried about it now? People used to not worry about it so much. It's like, it used to not been thrown around and weaponized so much <laughs> i like the i like the phrase weaponized because it's not like we're actually weaponizing information we're weaponizing the misinformation and it always makes me think of this like kanye line where he just straight up says confuse them with some bullshit exactly like, in order to like up someone's thought process you just hit them with some garbage and then just shut their their process down that's what the whole thing feels like these days. In a certain way, it's, I'm kind of impressed by it, uh, that it's as effective as it is, but not really surprised. <laughs> no, not. But moving forward, um, so last time we, ta- we uh, talked to y'all, you had, a, you had a name. So you've had a name change in the, in the midst of this. You are, yeah. you are both now, you're, your band is now Filth is Eternal. You want to talk? You want to talk over the name change a little bit? Yeah, just briefly. I think we were just—I don't know—it was either change the name or just start a new band. And we kind of just wanted some pull through with suffrage. We still wanted to play some of those songs. We felt like they were still relevant. Um, but yeah, we just—we had you know tours that were shut down because the name. You know, we had constantly just losing our channels, and we finally were just like, you know, we can keep doing this. It's fine. We can do it, but. It was just making certain things really hard to do. It was just hard to communicate. So we, I don't know, man, it was 50-50. We were really on the fence and we would start a new band or do we just change the name? We finally just said we changed the name. Honestly. Yeah, we definitely, we, definitely, we worked on that for a while. It was like over two years of contemplation yeah. before we finally did it and pulled the plug. So. We, we had to like really assess though. I think at the end of the day, like it was like, you know, having the previous name was punk as fuck for some people, but for us, it was like dealing with the invisible part of the internet that most people don't ever see, which is like, you can work really hard on something, you can try and give the record to people, you can try and like put your your stuff out there and it just gets crushed by the invisible part of the internet that just yeah, the doesn't algorithm, care. Yeah, algorithm just got turned up really hot, especially in 2020. And they just kept shutting us down. I mean, we'd be down for like entire months. So anyway, I don't, I don't want to go on it too too much, but I will say that it was in the end, we're just stoked on it. We're just really happy to move forward, honestly. And I, yeah. and I get, and I, I a hundred percent get that. Cause on my, on my end, I, cause if I get, cause there's other bands uh, like that, like, you know, like fucked up and like trying to send, trying to have like, I was like this band, just like y'all have really, really good music. How do, when I was on terrestrial radio, how 
how do I navigate? How do I navigate this? Um, and on top of it, like y'all have really fucking good music that people should hear. So if there's, it's unfortunate, it's unfortunate, but if there's a way to get people, more people to listen to it, I, it, I think, um, unfortunately that I, in my mind is a good compromise because your band fucking rules. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much. We, we laughed about it. We we're like, if we were any more extre- extreme, like we've been talking about like going a little bit more grindcore and stuff, like pulling in some of our more extreme influences. We were like, if we were like more down that path, we probably would have kept the name. Yeah. But the reality is that we, we like like kind of playing like as extreme as we can get while still like having those catchy elements, in which case it's like, it's not worth just being so abrasive that it turns everyone off and people just can't get it, you know? So it was kind of a necessary change. It took a while to get to as a group and figure out how we were operationally going to do it. But it's nice to just be in a place where we can talk to you and say the band name and it doesn't freak people out or get get the channel shut down or something. So. And, and that beats, unfortunately, because what people thought that's the only thing that they think about is the they just see the name and i think i your music speaks way louder than the name it's it's uh i'm i'm loving it i'm really sad that the f- first opportunity post pandemic that y'all played close to me there was a show in tacoma the same day with Did you go to that yeah ryan yeah. went to it too <laughs> yeah I think there was just so many people we so the pro my problem was I haven't seen people in so long so I have I've had two shows full of just like crazy social encounters of of reconnecting with people on top of just like um having also having to uh having some friends who who needed me there the whole time because they had a lot of social anxiety so there's a lot of people that hung around me the oh, whole time wow. that i was like trying to help them get through the show because they had they were just like you know some of them some of them traveled to come to the show and they're like well my ride my friends ditched so i can i'm gonna hang out with you the whole time so it's just like there's a lot of moving around and there's on top of that there was people i haven't seen in a decade at this show and i think that's awesome about these just another gig shows because they're they're connecting pretty much almost the all generations of uh of northwest punk and hardcore that's and super important i and you gotta take care of your homies like you said you were there for some friends and and that's important um our next show is in november november 13th at southgate roller rink for Rats which i love <laughs> City is that a roller rink and i can't think of a better place to have a show that's all that's awesome i know shows they've had shows there before that sounds like one i i have to go because like the whole lineup for the show that you guys played in tacoma was killer it just sucks that there were two really good shows playing side by side it happens i went to the other one too i was yeah like, every, we were we were back and forth and there was people that were back and forth it felt like a block party i would definitely but, uh, you're, you're wearing the hat i went down to uh real art i had to get the um i had to get some merch from spy and i got the ingrown record i had to go down there and see that spies well, what, what are you doing in november <laughs> What am I doing in November? Yeah, are you around? I'm, are you what? I'm around. I'm, I think I I don't have I don't know 
what else I'm doing in November, but I guess I'm, I guess I'm seeing y'all at a roller lake, roller rink. Yes, <laughs> uh, that, that's the, that's the one thing, uh, back a couple, a couple years ago, I was, I was just, I didn't have a, a good control over my, uh, schedule to go see all my friends' bands and y'all, y'all are in, I consider y'all my friends now. And yeah. so, so y'all city of industry other bands like that they're you're on lists of bands that i need to go uh uh go see and like i said the lineup the lineup for your show was 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 sick like it's it's a it's a handful of bands besides the headlining band that i never heard before until until last until last weekend which uh a grind that band is fucking incredible they were rad, weren't they? I was I say that they are the nicest humans. I I love them as people. Yeah, no, I'm. They're gonna be on the. They're gonna be on the show, uh, somewhat soon. I kind of talked to because I somebody's like, you need to check out this band. They're in. They're incredible. And I I was I listened to it. I was I was blown away. It's it's so it's really good. That's like so that whole that whole show you had was like top tier bands <laughs> like yeah it was really great to be able to hang with them and then we got to see them the next night was it the very next night in yeah. portland we yeah we all traveled down to portland with theories and we got to see them again and um with uh pound theories and um Escuela. and yeah well i thought there might have been a fourth band yeah it was just the three of them yeah. it was great it was just great to see, be able to hang another night with them they're so cool and i love them so much i love them so much no i i didn't realize how close it was until i noticed um uh my friend ray was coming back and was coming back and forth uh and i was just like what the fuck is going on <laughs> like a block party shows are back yeah no that's cool that that i want more of that i know there's gonna be more just another gigs um coming up in the next uh in the next few months so that's i i love that for tacoma because i know i mean i'm i'm in seattle quite a bit but like i love uh like be, not having i travel so much for work i it's nice to to just like get in my car and drive less than 10 minutes down the road which is i understand it which is like one of the best parts of be of like if living in a bigger city which i don't so like even though it's obviously working in seattle i know it's not that easy with transportation parking that whole fucking that whole fucking headache <laughs> that's real i love tacoma like i would love to live in tacoma and and really it would just be the only thing holding like me back <laughs> is that the rest of our band is all here but in that my cause you know complications but not that it couldn't be done but i love the, the vibe down there i love the people the community it's incredible and i don't know it's just it's just cool i would live there in a heartbeat i i love it there's show there's house shows coming up there was that show i didn't even realize that there i years did you all see that video of the one under the bridge in tacoma yeah yeah that, that's i was like where the hell did this come from? Like I, I was so upset because I've been seeing uh, California be doing all these outdoor shows, um, 
and shows in random like parking lots. And I was like, Seattle, Tacoma needs to get on this because this is awesome. Um, yeah. And they and they were doing it. Too, and I was like, the fact that Tacoma did it. And I was like, I had no clue this was happening. I was I was working that night and I saw the video. I was like, I would have a hundred percent went to this over work. What was that? Was it the death under the bridge? Or which one? Because I think there have been a couple ones. My boys and was it deconsecration? Yeah, they put the, something yeah. So, something like that. And then denial of life, I believe, played that and then uh blunt force. Yeah. Yeah, yeah was, so many rad shows going on right we were now. Just it's talking like, to Blood Force um, on about they were looking at doing a show sometime in the winter. I'm not sure if we'll, we're doing anything between November and. Uh, oh right, yeah. Yeah, they were just talking to us as, as I was checking back in because I, I told you I take huge breaks in social media. <laughs> Sorry about that, by the way. Um, right as I was texting you on Instagram, they were uh, also texting about a potential show. So cool band, great people for sure. Oh, that's cool. There's, it's just, it's, I, I like to see things moving along like they are like with, with, uh, with y'all, with people, I'm, I'm, I'm very, ha I'm very happy to see, to see what's happening. I, and I like the pace it's going not too fast. Um, not overwhelmingly fast. I, there's like a show that, there's plenty of shows, but there's a show at least that I want to go to like every other week instead of instead of like when when I was in high school, the the Tacoma Seattle scene, just in Tacoma alone, there'd be three shows happening at the same time. Seattle would be even crazier. And it that happened up until even like sometime even into the early 2010s at times. And then but the last, you know, you know, five, five or so years, it's been slow until um this pandemic uh changed some stuff for just like people who may have either felt in the rut feeling nostalgic or just realized life is fucking short yes <laughs> absolutely hearing things that i've never ever heard also i didn't get i I didn't get to uh, get it on my on earlier part of my episode, so I'm going to stop to say this right now. Read that, read that botch article before you guys get too fucking excited. It's so far, it's just a reissue. It's not a reunion. <laughs> right. so, I saw Brian. Brian posted. He about said that. no shows. He, right. He's like, this is <laughs> no reunion. Same show. thing. He really like reiterated that point. Yeah. Like, before y'all get crazy, keep texting me about it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, had I had friends from California reach out to me, and they're like, "Yo, is there? Are there going to be? Are there going to be bot shows or or what? What's going on? Can I crash on your couch? I'm coming up. Are there bot shows?" And I was like, I don't, I don't. You think crashed that. on our couch, yeah. but I don't think that this. <laughs> no, it's not. It's unfortunately that's not happening. They never said they. So, but to be fair, they said it's not out of the out of the question at some point in the future because they've been walking back that whole since I when I found out about Botch in high school, they've been already like five six years removed. Right. For, as a as a as a as a band, and when I first heard them, 
the, the and started getting the scene the 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 word was always never you're never going to see them it's never going to happen the members said hell no never right. ever 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 not even in the in the uh craziest of circumstances never and then they changed it to in 2014 to eh, it's just a couple members said yes a couple members said no and then the vocalist was like it's a year ago uh was like i would be down right Maybe. more than likely that i would i would i wouldn't i wouldn't hate doing that so you got, a single, you got a single dave to approve so you know you need double dave approval you got to get brian approval you got to get tim approval and then we'll see what happens that's <laughs> just i know we'll, what you mean I, Botch was one of those bands that I love so much. I got into them. I walked into a record store called Damage Goods, like I'm sure many other people did, into a, a, a record store also named Damage Goods. There seemed to be one everywhere. And I saw the vinyl version of Anthology of Dead Ends, and I was like, that's awesome. And they're like, this band just broke up. <laughs> I was like, of course they did. I got into them literally the like two weeks after they broke up and played their final show. And then I was like, man this band is awesome i like moved to seattle from new mexico and i was like i'm just never gonna see that band now but i like that they've been slowly walking it back we might get we might get like a festival appearance or something maybe at some point who knows i'm not like banking on it but i'm excited that there's like talk even though they're they are saying no reunions but <laughs> you never know yeah you never so, know so the first time i heard them like I was told, I was like, I had a, I was in high school. I had a, I had a Norma Jean record, one of the earlier ones. And I was, they were like, you need to check out this band sucks. They were like, Norma Jean sucks. Check out, check out Botch. And I was like, at first I was like, this is cool, but the songs are very long. And I was like, I was, I was short attention span high school kid. So I was like, these parts would be cool if the if you cut them in half and then i and then i like started um my friend started showing me like videos of the band that i saw the saw the uh some saw the live set that they did in uh edge of quarrel and i was like okay okay i was like then i heard i was like all right this band is fucking then i started really getting into the like the 90s metalcore shit and i was like this band's top notch. This fucking band rules. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know what you mean. I'm a short attention span adult, and yeah. so I like I like the smaller stuff. But when you see something like that, like live, where it's just so much power and it's so angular and disruptive, like that's awesome. I've always respected that band. It just uh, it just has to be certain bands like that band that band dillinger dillinger can do a song didn't do a long song and i can't and i won't and i have i won't be mad at it it just it really just depends with yeah. with uh, with uh with certain with certain death metal i'm i'm okay i'm okay with it but it's just like but then there are like death metal bands or and just even crossover bands where like i really love this band but there is a point in the song where I will hit skip. 
because <laughs> right? because it, if it if it hits past like the three minute three to four minute range and then you're just doing a fucking like a crazy fucking interlude to nothing <laughs> yeah there's got to be a vibe you know it's like that's part of the reason that we keep the songs for this band shorter in general is because we don't want to fall into that same trap where it's like it's easy as a band to think that anything that you're doing is worthwhile but the power is in the editing of the songs yeah you know where it's like hey if you got this killer hook that's awesome do you need to do it 10 times probably not but like two or three sure you know like the editing of that is like making it really effective so you're not just dragging it out for the audience you know so I love the I love the new songs. Let's talk about the let's talk let's talk about love is a lie. Uh, we yeah. we've uh, we've talked about almost everything else. So let's go ahead and uh, that's that's how this shit goes. <laughs> that's honestly it's just um, so <laughs> no I love I love that part because because honestly any like general just like I can't unless I'm like super good at my craft, which I'm not, I'd rather just have a conversation and shoot the shit because yeah. what I, the- I love that and prefer that over, you know, like that real basic, because the truth is we've already said every, you could, you know what I mean? Like you say the same thing over and over again, <laughs> eventually like get your stock, you know, answers to whatever those questions are. And we can still touch on it, but conversational interviews are the best yeah definitely because like that's just yeah i think that's all of our collective vibe <laughs> yeah i think it's every, it's everybody's collective vibe like i was listening i was listening to um yeah i was listening to some and they were and they literally i don't know anyways that i was there moving on i i my my brain my brain just just decided to to die while i was thinking of what i was what I, of but yeah i was i was listening to to one with uh with dying with dying wish from another one where the dude was just like uh talking talking about talking about how hungry he was for like for like 30, for like 30 minutes like he was, his, his how talking, I missed lunch. yeah no he was talking about his like well i was i'm he was like well i'm fasting i was doing intermittent fasting and i was supposed to eat right now but i'm doing this interview instead <laughs> oh my and i was just like but I was like, I feel that though, because I'm always like coming in between work, helping engineer another podcast and and then doing this show. So uh, sometimes I will just dump my uh, everything that has happened in my week instead of actually having an interview. <laughs> Totally. That's fine. Yeah. The Sometimes you have to. Intermittent fasting thing fascinates me. I I seem to not be able to take any time off from eating. Um, <laughs> interested in people who can do it. <laughs> like, I mean, if I go even like six hours without eating something, I like seriously, I get nauseous and feel like crap and want to faint. And I don't. So I'm just wondering, like, how does a person take an entire day off? I don't know. My schedule is so fucked all the time like because 
I'll I'll go from like okay, everything is figured out to and then something happens and nothing is figured out. Right. And so I'm like I can't plan planning to schedule food like <laughs> I don't know I'll eat when I have time or eat yeah. when I'm hungry, which is which can be all the time depending on what I'm doing so i'm like my biggest thing is not really fasting but trying to figure out what what times to go you know to go work out or get on or go hit my hit the gym at my apartment because like i could the diet thing ain't gonna happen the best thing i can do is try yeah try to cut so soda is my soda is my one enemy it's my one vice i've cut out the sugar now i need to cut out soda in general because the other sodas are just as fucking bad i've been trying to i don't know i i've been some drinking some of those like those energy the teas and stuff and those might be better but like sometimes i'll be like this says it's better but i don't know but I'm too tired to look at the back of this to see. <laughs> to even turn it around and check. I don't know. It said it says natural. It says all. It says all natural. Let me just. <laughs> I just trust this for a second. Yeah, I know. I love. If you drink a, a bubble water, like you know, like bubbly and so. I mean, we're. I'm addicted addicted to bubble water at this point because I'm trying not to drink soda. I'm trying not to drink sugared beverages in general um like juice or anything even though i want to all the time um but i found that like bubbly especially hits a certain way that kind of keeps me from drinking the other that way i'm not pounding like four dr peppers first thing in the morning <laughs> i will i don't know maybe, maybe <laughs> you're giving me the look like you hate bubble water right no, now. No, no, no 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 that's not it i'm 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 that's my deep thought uh look. <laughs> so so no the bubble water is is okay. The Topo Chico is what I normally go for. You can get that Topo Chico. That is mwah. can't always get that up here, man. That's some good stuff. Um so I work um I all for almost a year I through my job I was working at um at kexp and they have they have a just a fridge of topo chicos and oh, oh yeah it's oh that's so nice <laughs> i was like it's one of the best places like i was like as far as like if i'm gonna if i'm gonna work and be like and chill somewhere i was like this was like the best place because i did i never have to worry about uh drinks or food because everything is just like right there <laughs> it's oh, so I sick i remember that because didn't you play a show there and there was like a green room kind of situation and there was a fridge it was full of those we've done a couple things where we did i think we did like seek and destroy and they were like hey do you want anything from the fridge and we we're like what like, <laughs> <laughs> we used to like playing like basements and like you You're know like, we're gonna give us dive bars and, <laughs> and like yeah we were like oh there's like catering like we can just eat this and they were like yeah Right, like just have some food, yeah. and we were like, okay. <laughs> no, that's not, no, we. Uh, what is that sandwich? Yeah, take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I. I was like, 
so our station has like some you know waters and stuff like that but like as far as like like having a sponsored like uh like drink and having a fridge that says topo chico on it i was like i was like this is i was like okay i'm i'd always be like i'm off work i drink one take one <laughs> Yeah. Maybe How long were you working there? You said a couple years? Uh for yeah, I was through the pan through the pandemic. I was just uh watch I would just watch the building. Just it was just a uh, I was through the security company. I was just we would just like watch the building overnight. You were just there. Cool. You were just on, on scene. <laughs> just on scene hanging out. Just it was pretty pretty easy just hanging out talk. Usually I uh, I'd be there uh when Tanner was working and and oh, we Tanner. just and we just like we would literally just like talk just chill talk and uh mainly mainly politics because I do because when I'm because I don't I think it's hard to for it was hard for him to know that I was like into metal and hardcore because I'm in like my work uniform and I'm just like I'm like, I'm like, sit, I'm like sitting there, like, there's not much going on. And I'm just like, oh, he, we just ended up talking that because, like, I get bored and then watch like debate videos and, and watch, stu and watch, and watch shit and, uh, watch shit like, uh, like that and watch, and, and we would just, we would just talk shit on uh on dumb on these uh fucking dumb anti-vax people. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that's easy to do. I miss Tanner like that. Yeah, we should. I should reach out. We should hang out. Speak and destroy. Yeah, speak and destroy. No, but, yeah, no. It was like it's one of those things. It's always weird, like when you when you when you know someone and like you're working with someone and there you have a mutual interest but it's hard to just like naturally bring it up while you're working <laughs> yeah like i worked with the i worked with the drummer for pound for like six seven months uh yeah. when, when i was david. uh david yeah, when i because <laughs> i was we working with david also i love him because i worked <laughs> when uh yeah i was working at big mario's before the uh before the pandemic and it was just like how do how do you naturally bring up when you're do, when you're in the middle of doing shit that oh hey i know you because of this um i we're interested in the same shit we have some of the same mutual friends i don't know how i don't know how to i have i have really bad at uh at doing that that's why i bring friends on to do to do to do you interviews do you just got to do it like awkwardly <laughs> i'm always just like you i hear you like hardcore tell me about it at this point i'm like i don't oh, even care racing. what are you you're what are you like... listening to i don't know sometimes that works sometimes because if we had uh i had uh i played pound on a podcast like over a year ago and then he was like he he listened to us like and then we worked the same night it was like you i was like i was like i was like i didn't know i didn't know that that was you <laughs> and i yeah. was just like yeah it's me because i'm really bad at like i even when i was even when i was playing music i like i don't have that 
entrepreneurial spirit of like of like at least in person like uh, online it's easy to say listen to my show or do yeah. that or do that thing but it, but whenever i have a project i'm just like somebody would like hey i listened to this that was cool or you do that thing that's cool i'll be like thanks <laughs> I'll, be like, th I'll be like thank you <laughs> and i've been doing like i've been doing like videos on tiktok and stuff and some of them have have reached people and i have people that come up it's like i've seen your videos i'm like i'm sorry <laughs> hey i'm real sorry about that <laughs> it's just like i'm like i like i don't know how to, what am i supposed to say i don't know how do i'm i'm just i'm i'm better when people are messing with me and joking with me than when i'm getting actual compliments right yeah. <laughs> there's some things where it's like i know what you mean like i'll freeze up if someone's giving me a compliment a little bit but then it's like when we're just bullshitting i'm like yeah let's have a good time Absolutely. it's easy to shut down a little it's bit. just like it's just like i, I hate because you because obviously you want to create something that people like but then yeah. but then when it comes to people like i like that i'll they'll be like i'll be like nice okay, <laughs> like, okay. where do we go from there? i was like <laughs> i was like i was like because i i even if uh you know i know you know what no matter what it's like what to do is like it is what it is i just do something because i like doing it whether if I'm playing music or uh, doing or doing the show, like whether two or two million people are, are watching, you know, or listening, like I don't it it don't it don't roll it don't really matter. So I'm, I don't uh, I don't know. I don't I just like I don't I I'm horrible at taking compliments and I and I hate that because I know the people are usually the people are um you know, trying to be genuine. <laughs> right. Yeah. How do you like doing uh, uh, messing with TikTok? How is that? Um, it is. Oh, you have to leave? oh, Brian's Brian's looking like he has to leave in a second. Oh, sh oh shit! You have I to leave. Take off and, I got to take off and handle some booking stuff and uh, and get to an admin production meeting. Okay, what sorry. About, what do you think about us doing like a part two? <laughs> a part. Like we have like we we do a first part and we then we do like a, a follow-up or something is that too much um let's just uh let's let's wrap it up real quick um get, you got like two minutes yeah let's yeah yeah okay so let's wrap it up real quick we've been talking a lot of shit um <laughs> so let's let's uh let's talk about uh so you have the record the record out now um yes. Name like two or three things that you were listening to when, when you were recording. What are something? Some what would you what would you say was your main influences in re recording this record? In recording, "Love Is Alive" felt as eternal. Yes. Yeah, there's been like, like a lot of them. Um, you know, it's like I always really like to keep up with like the modern hardcore scene. Like you were talking about, just another gig, like the younger bands um i was into a lot of like regional justice center and like dream decay um ian was working on military gun uh, i got into ingrown we were listening to torso 
uh, you know, Matt and I always listen to a lot of like- I love Torso, Torso rules. I, torso is so good. Uh, we were listening to like Therapy from San Diego. Those are some good buds of ours. Um, we like, uh, uh, ooh. Um, I got into Terminal Bliss this year, which I love. Matt and I are always into like Trap Them. Um, Raw loves like a lot of killer death metal. We were talking about Blood Incantation, records like that. They're just like gnarly. So kind of like all over the place, you know, from traditional sort of like hardcore, hardcore, like the newer school version of it. And then also just like Magruder grind or like power violence and like grind core and death metal, things like that. We're really kind of shaping it. We wanted to blend a lot of those like influences and just have fun with all of those different kinds of sounds on the new record. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of mid 2000s stuff that I'm, that I, that I pick that I pick up with it with like on the more punk side with like kind of like suicide file, some like yeah. some, some saber tooth zombie paint it black. Uh, a lot of, a lot of that mid two thousands that was, um, that was punkier, but had a, had, had a little, had a little edge to it. Little, 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 little something else, a little twang to, to the, with the vocals. It was, it's, it's cool. And, and some like earlier AFI, an hour of the wolf type uh, influences as well. But, yeah, but I like that you said suicide file. Twilight is one of my all-time favorites. That's so so fin- finish it up. What's the, what are things that you let we should do a part two, but yeah. uh, for sure. But I wanted to get some music things in before so I could put this on this episode at least. Um yeah. what do you, what are some things people should know about the record? Just the last last things uh what yeah, wrapping up. Get it on, uh, if you're in Europe, you can get Love is Alive, Filth is Eternal out through Church Road Records. Uh, so hit them up if you're in Europe. If you're in the US, you can get the album through Quiet Panic. Quiet Panic now has vinyl copies in stock. We have um, the Transparent Orange just hit hit the uh, stores as well as the Clear with Red and Yellow Splatter. That's called the Nosebleed Variation. All the copies are in stock. If you want to check it out, we have uh, the record is up on Bandcamp through Quiet Panic or up on Spotify if you stream. So check that out. Hit up the merch stores and uh, come see us um, November 13th at Southgate Roller Rink for Rat City Recon. Hell yeah, that sounds that sounds sick. All right. You listen to Dead Air, Hardcore Radio. Dead Air. Peace. Peace.